Welcome to the Bonus Moms Podcast. We're your hosts, Ellie and Jamie. Join us as we talk about navigating life in a blended family. We're glad you're here because we're all better together. Hi, Bonus Mom friends. Quick disclaimer before we get started with today's episode. The opinions expressed during this podcast are conversational in nature and expressed only for informational purposes. Not all of the facts will be correct, but we attempt to be as accurate as possible. Bonus Moms holds no liability over the conversations on this podcast, and by using this podcast, you understand that it is solely for entertainment purposes. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hi, Bonus Mom friends. Welcome to today's episode of the Bonus Moms podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ellie. I'm your other co-host, Jamie, and today we're going to start off with boundaries. You set your standards or you set your boundaries, people are going to say, oh, you think you're all that. I am. And I don't care. I am. And I don't need you to make me feel like I am. I'm going to set this standard, and I'm going to live by this standard. And I'm not going to let anybody come into my life, not even be a business partner, not be a marriage partner, not be a girlfriend, boyfriend, and pull me down to where you are. Welcome to the Bonus Moms Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) All right, let's start off with boundaries today. Well, that was a good message. I mean, we could end it right there, honestly. That says it all. (laughs) <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Just kidding. We're not done. We have a lot to say. As you know, we always have a lot to say about boundaries. So um, why did we play that little clip for you? Because, gosh, like, not only do you have boundaries, but, like, you have confidence. Right? Like, do you have boundaries and lack of confidence? Or do you have boundaries and confidence because I really feel like when you have those two things together, you are unstoppable. That's a really good point because all these people want these boundaries and they don't know where to do, like where to start, how to start. And it's like, that's kind of seems like the lack of confidence there. Yeah. So, all right, Jamie, I'm going to ask you a question and I know that you're not expecting this because we didn't talk about this before we started recording, but, um, do you think I have boundaries plus confidence or boundaries minus confidence? Boundaries plus confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Just by that answer, I know I'm right. <laughs> I love that for yeah, us. Yeah, and I, I think those two come hand in hand. I honestly do, and I never actually thought about that. Yeah, they really do. Because if you go and listen to that again, and we will tag that, um, that reel also in, um, the show notes of this episode, but like, man, if you have boundaries, like you have to show the fuck up for your boundaries, because if you are not showing up for your boundaries, who is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, when you have a partner, explain that. I mean, you both have to be on that same confidence level and same boundaries. Otherwise, you don't have the boundaries set in place where you need them. Like they're set in place, but are they being enforced? Right, exactly. Like, do you have the confidence, the self-worth, the just, I, I don't even know what other words to put in there, but like, do you have what it takes to enforce your boundaries? And I'm not saying like show up with your boundaries to just like 
be an asshole. Right. To show that you're just this high-end person that <laughs> you can just don't let anybody take over your life. But, like, actually where you need them. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about, like, don't let your ego take center stage. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, well, first of all, if you have an ego in the first place, you probably don't need boundaries anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, if, if you are at a point in your, like, experience of life, wherever that is for you, where you're like, I think it's time for me to learn about boundaries. And maybe you do that on your own. Maybe you do that with some books, some podcasts, with your partner, with a therapist. However it is that you come to a place of, well, first of all, learning what boundaries are. Right? Like, I could talk to you until I'm blue in the face about what a boundary is. And if you don't know what it is, right, where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. It's not going to do anything for you. So first, you have to learn about what a boundary is and why you need one. Or multiple, <laughs> probably, if you're a bonus mom. <laughs> probably. Probably. Um, also, not probably. Definitely. <laughs> And then from there, there's more work required to, like, what's the word I'm looking for, Jamie? Like, enforce them, like, enact on them. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. To be consistent with them. I mean, if you say you're not boundaries and then you do it one day and then you don't another day, I mean, what is that showing to everybody? Especially that person you're putting boundaries up. Right. Set your boundaries suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that they don't mean anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's that they're just words. Right. They're not actions. You need words plus actions. And not only just like with boundaries, do you need words and actions? Like I'm just gonna go off on like a tangent for a second because in a relationship, you need words plus actions in general. Mm-hmm. Jamie, we're on a podcast. People can't see you just nodding your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm just listening. <laughs> um, yeah. So in a relationship in general, whether it is you and your significant other, whether it's you and your bio kid, you and your bonus kid, you and your co-parent, you and bio mom, like it doesn't matter who it is. There is a relationship that requires boundaries in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And those boundaries are going to look different for every single one of those people. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's up to you to do like an inventory, right? Like a personal inventory of like, what boundaries do I need with this specific person? What boundaries do I need with this specific relationship? Yeah, I agree. I think saying that it it looks different for every relationship you have. It's not like you all of a sudden have just this one boundary and it's for everybody in your life. 100%. Yeah. Like the boundary that you and I have for each other as best friends and business Mm -hmm. partners, Mm -hmm. that's going to look very different than the other best friends we have in our lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's going to, like the, the relationship that you have with your bio kids looks different than the relationship that I have with my bio kids. Mm -hmm. And the ones that we have with our significant others 
ands and the ones that we have ands ands and the ones and the ones and the ones that we like this is what happens when my brain works faster than my mouth um and the ones that we have with our bonus kids right and even like the relationships that you have with each individual bonus kid is so much different Mm -hmm. like when you start breaking it down like that it's just yeah bonus kid bio kid like no matter their gender no matter their age your boundaries look different with literally everybody mm-hmm. so like just because you go to a 60 minute therapy session and you talk about boundaries like yeah i got this no you don't right you don't got this <laughs> you don't got this. at least not right now <laughs> no not yet not yet yeah it takes a lot of effort it does. and a lot of consistency and we say it all the time, the person that, or the people that you need to set boundaries for or on or against are the people that are going to take that personal and they're going to fight back on those boundaries. What's your saying, Ellie? Yeah, because they are the ones that have benefited the most from you not having boundaries in the first place. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yep. So of course they're going to be the ones that put up the fight and they're not going to like the boundaries. So the ones that put up the most of the fight are the ones that need those boundaries. Yeah. And you do not have to sacrifice your boundaries to be the bigger person for anybody. And that is what you were looking for mm-hmm. from me. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also have a post about that on our grid on Instagram at bonus underscore moms. If you're not following already, you should be because we have a lot of great stuff that we discuss every day on there. And that is one of the posts about boundaries and how, yeah, you... You know, a lot of you end up in our inbox every day and you're just like, gosh, like this situation is really testing our boundaries. And we're like, okay, I see you. Like, I get that. But we're going to tell you the same thing Mm -hmm. every time. Mm -hmm. Why are you feeling the need to sacrifice your boundaries just to be the bigger person? Mm -hmm. Right. And like, what is that going to benefit? It's not. No, it's not. You're literally, it feels like you're being walked all over. You're being taken advantage of. If you let down that band boundary, it's over. Yeah. The band, the boundary, the boundary ands and ands one <laughs> and whatever it was. Yes. Um, but no, for real, like, because why, like when you feel that way, like, let's just deep dive on this for a second, right? Like when you feel as a bonus mom, like, why are you coming to our inbox and being like, this is my boundary, but I feel like I, I have to, what's the word I'm looking Given. for? Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have to sacrifice my boundary just to like be the bigger person in this situation. Why? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Why? That is the response yeah. you are going to get from us every single time when mm-hmm. you land in our DMS. Why? Mm-hmm. I'll just let you think about that for a second. Seriously. Why do you feel that way? Tell us why you feel the way that you feel about having to disrespect your own boundary because your boundary is in place for a reason mm-hmm. or multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. So why are you landing in an inbox of two ladies you've never met in person and being like, Hey, I need to vent, which by the way, we love when you do that and we respond to you every single time, but we will give you that tough love to be like, 
why we're yeah we're not here to just always choose your side no we don't (laughs) in fact we don't choose your side every single time we don't I mean we choose for yeah exactly and it's like especially that boundary thing it's like like Ellie said like why like we truly are asking you so send us a message back letting us know why you're feeling like you need to sacrifice your boundaries and We'll determine if that's a good enough answer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, if you want us to have the final say, we can do that. <laughs> but Jamie, tell us, like, what are some of the responses that you can think of off the top of your head really quick? I know I'm just like calling you out of the blue here, but like, what do you think are some of the reasons that women are like, why should I sacrifice my boundary? Like, why do I feel this way? Like, why do I feel like I need to be the bigger person? What's going on? Yeah, I think literally off the top of my head, the number one reason that comes to my mind is for the benefit of the child. And obviously that's what we're all trying to do. But I don't know, there's a thin line there. (laughs) So it's like, yes, you want to do what's best for the child. But at the same time, I don't. What am I trying to say? Help you. <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, I get it. Yeah, because you don't want the child to suffer. I get it. And right. So then you you feel like it's you that needs to be able to do something when the other people or four people or three people, whatever it is, the parents. The co-parents you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Are not doing it. So yeah, you feel like you are the one who has to step up. And it's unfair that you have to be the one to do that when you are the one who put boundaries in, in, in play. But then- you struggle with that in your mind and you're like, but I know this is what's best, maybe for everybody, maybe for the child. And then that's where you get caught up in it. And you're like, that's when you end up giving in. And then that's when your boundaries go away. Oh, I'm going to stop you right there because one thing you just said, well, you were talking about three or four people having boundaries, right? Or like three or four people like being involved. Mm -hmm but you said you are the one who has boundaries. Yeah. And not specifically me. No, 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 no. no. Yes. No, no, no. I get it. Yes. Generally speaking. So generally speaking about a bonus mom, right? Because we love to empower you as a bonus mom, all of you listeners as bonus moms to have your boundaries, do what you need to do to show up in the best way for yourself. Mm-hmm. for your relationship with your partner and your bio and or bonus kids. So if you are in a situation where there's three co-parents or four co-parents and you are the only one who has boundaries, friends, <laughs> um, that's a problem. It's a pretty big problem. We are not professionals. We're yeah. not we're not therapists. But we can um, see that a mile away. <laughs> yeah. And we do in our DMs. Yeah. I mean it's it's a, it's a hard topic. Like a hard thing to like accept, basically. Um and it's actually very common. It is. And I think to like kind of piggyback on your comment about how it's pretty common, um, when we start to dive deeper into the DMs that you send us about your situations and lack of boundaries, a lot of times we end up determining together or like kind of like uncovering together, if you will, 
that the bio dad is the one who ultimately has the lack of boundaries and like has like, okay, how, how do I say that? Like he has the lack of boundaries, but he has the ultimate opportunity Mm -hmm. to have the best boundaries ever Mm -hmm. to not only protect the the child or children under his roof but also his wife slash fiance slash girlfriend slash bonus mom right in the situation because you can have as a bonus mom all the boundaries you need for yourself but you feel like you can't be the one to have all the boundaries for your family under your roof like it's like bio dad's like job to have to set those in place Say it louder for everybody (laughs) in the back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're obviously not in that same, what am I trying to say? If you're not in the same mindset as, as your boyfriend or bio dad or husband, whoever he is to you, then yeah, there's going to be a lot of problems and you're going to be walked all over. And I'm sure that causes a lot of tension and a lot of fights when you want these boundaries and he doesn't want it or doesn't see it or thinks it's there, but it's not there. That causes a lot of tension. Sure does. Y'all have to be on the same page mm-hmm. with all of that because, like, I like to think of this analogy um, as, like, <laughs> bio mom. And again, like, we're not sitting here, like, ripping on bio moms because Jamie and I are both bio moms. We have both been bio moms longer than we have been bonus moms. So if y'all want to kind of come at us for hating on bio moms, that's fine. Go for it. We challenge you and that's fine. And I don't know, it's probably not going to go well for you, but anyway. Um, so with that disclaimer, um, I, I, I look at bio moms in this situation as like a, like a great white shark, like smelling blood in the water. When bonus mom and bio dad are not on the same page with boundaries or even expectations within their household or even just during their parenting time in general, bio mom is going to smell blood. Yeah. I was going to say, we can see it in your guys' questions that you ask (laughs) us in our DMs and we don't even know you. Yeah. So you're dealing with, especially if it's a high conflict bio mom or a high conflict parent, they see that. And yeah, they smell the blood. They know that it's there and they are just thriving off of that. Fucking piranhas. Mm -hmm. It's like, like, you know, bait in the water. Yeah. And you're just taking it. Coming at it. All right. So do better. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I'm just kidding. Um, kidding. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, tune in to bonus moms and we'll try to help you with your boundaries. Otherwise, um, get a therapist, honestly, (laughs) um, work on your boundaries with a therapist. All right, Jamie, what do we have next? Um, so it's kind of, um, let's see. So we got a, a DM. In our Instagram Shocking. page. Shocking. <laughs> no, no, we, we bash you guys, but we don't. <laughs> we, we love, love it. your DMs. <laughs> we get so many and we love every single one of them. So this is actually a super common question as well. And we say that every time. That's because we all go through the same exact stuff. But the stories we're telling here, 
everybody's dealt with them, you know, and the stuff that we get in our DMs, everybody's dealt with those. So here we go. Do you ask for your stepkids on days you aren't scheduled to have them? If there are events going on that you want or you should take them to like a baby shower, birthday party, etc. We do sometimes, but we have 50 50. So it's hard to ask for more time when we already have them half the time. It seems like my husband's family doesn't understand that we can't constantly ask for more time. We know not everyone can schedule around our schedule and we don't ask them to, but then they get upset because my stepkids can't be there. It's very frustrating sometimes. We're not even, we're never even asked if the time that they've scheduled it is if like we've already had the kids that day. Like I said, I don't cater to us. Like I said, don't cater to us, but don't get mad if we can't come. LOL. (laughs) You have to add the LOL. I have to add the LOL. Um, Okay. This is a good question regarding extra time, extra parenting time. Specifically because this particular question has 50-50, right? They do. Um, well, this sounds kind of like a piggyback on the boundaries mm-hmm. that we just talked about mm-hmm. that especially need to be set with BioDad. That if you have BioDad's family consistently asking you to have extra time with the kids or maybe not extra time, but like time with the children on weekends or whatever that are not yours, right? For things like baby showers and birthdays and whatever. Um, BioDad needs to be setting those expectations right. with his family, his extended family. Right. If they want those kids to be right. there. Mm-hmm. To be like, hey, like these are my weekends. These are my holidays for even years, mm-hmm. odd years. Because and, that's right. what most of our parenting plans look like. Exactly. And it's their choice if they want to go off of it or not. Yes. Like you don't have to, but then you can't be upset when the kids are not there. Right. But why are we not being proactive about that in the first place? Right. Like, yeah, I get it. Having a blended family sucks. Mm-hmm. It does. It's not what everybody wants. It's not what we go into marriage or having children thinking like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to do this for like, you know, a year, two years and ha- pop out a couple of kids and yeah. be married. And then like, we're going to be the Brady Bunch. Like yeah. nobody expects to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But especially in the year of 2023, like this is our reality. Right. Most people are divorced with kids Mm -hmm. at this point, or maybe not even divorced, but like separated (laughs) or never legally together and had kids. And so like, if you are running into this situation where you're having to deal with family members being disappointed because bio kids or bonus kids aren't there for holidays or special events. I would literally turn the eye and look at bio dad and be like, Hey, we have a schedule. Mm -hmm. Are you not sharing this with anybody? Mm -hmm. Right. It's not that hard. Well, and we know our schedule. (laughs) <laughs> like not, not us, but like, right. we all know our schedules. Like when we have what going on, what weekend is ours, what weekend is not ours, which holiday is ours. So you know that, that your cousin's birthday is coming up or something like right then and there, you should be like, Oh, well, if you're planning this date, we don't have the kids or we do have the kids. Right. 
And like, let me just take a step back for a second from just like the realm of parenting in general, because most of us probably have a job, right? Yeah. Or even if we don't have like a corporate job, we probably like work for ourselves or we're a stay at home mom or whatever. So, okay. Let's, let's just say for a second that we are all listening and have a corporate job. Jamie, you're going to be my boss. Okay. Okay. Like I'll be your boss. Okay. (laughs) I'm such a great leader. (laughs) You are. I love you. All right. So what if I come to you, Jamie, and I'm like, Hey, um, I'm going to need this. I need this day off. Like just, just because like, I I just, I need this day off. Like doesn't matter what my clients are doing. Like, I just, I need this day off. I mean, I probably would ask why. Right. As like, <laughs> like okay. Is it an emergency or like you just need to go get your toes done or like, like or is all of your work done? Like yeah. are your emails all caught right. up, you yeah. know? And okay. So now let's pause that scenario and let's relate that to a co-parenting world. What if somebody come, what, what, like, what if our bio mom comes to us and is like, Hey, I can't, I can't have this, this parenting day. I need this parenting day off. It's all yours. Thanks. Bye. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? No, you can't just sit there and look at me. A lot of thoughts are going through my mind. (laughs) I mean, if she's gone, she's gone. But right. Because at that point, yeah, it's literally like corporate America. Yeah. Right. Because you have to do what's in the best interest of your child. Mm -hmm. You have to do what's in the best interest of your clients. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the same time, why is this person putting us in this situation to begin with? Mm -hmm. That's the question I want all of you to answer. Why am I being put? In this situation to begin with, if this is an arrangement that is outside of the court-ordered parenting plan, why? Right. And that's why we have court orders. Because we need to stick to them. And if your kid can't be there for that event and you told your family, then that's just that. But you got to be ahead of the game. You do. Like, you need to have your court-ordered parenting plan written out on your calendar from January to December. And I honestly, I think all of us bonus moms do. We do. Well, yeah, we, we do. I mean, I mean, yeah, we do. (laughs) We do. Yeah. But I mean, I, and that's what kind of sucks is like, I feel like most bonus moms are on top of that. It's the bio dad. I think a lot of the time that falls through and that's his family. So he's fallen through in that area. Yeah, can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's tons of reasons why. And And then it leads to frustration all the way around. Mm -hmm. Right. Not only does the the bonus mom get frustrated about that, but then, you know, like if we give a little bit of pushback, okay, now bio dad's going to be frustrated with that too. Right. And then like now he's got the pressure of his family on his shoulders too, Mm -hmm. but he also has the pressure of his wife or girlfriend slash fiance on his other shoulder. And he has a child, a bio child in the mix and maybe even some stepkids too. Mm-hmm. And like, just, it's like biologically, <laughs> like 
you can't argue by like biology that like the the guy can't deal with all of that right. as well as a woman can. Right. Like, sorry, I'm like fumbling over over my words because I don't know how else to say it without right. saying it. Yeah, <laughs> right? it makes sense. They have a lot on their plate. I mean, we all do in a blended situation. Yeah. I mean, we all do. And typically speaking, like bio dad doesn't deal with those type of, right. of emotions. Like it's usually the bio mom or the bonus mom who deals with that. Mm-hmm. And bio dad is just like, yep, like got the gas tank filled in the SUV. Like we got the cooler packed up. We're ready to go at 2 p.m. Like here we are, you know. And then the moms are the ones who made everybody ready at 2 p.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like the sleepover bags are packed and the tooth- toothbrushes and whatever, you know, it's like. There's just so many dynamics mm-hmm. and emotions that go into blended families that are kept in the dark that nobody talks about. Right. And then you wonder why second marriages have such a higher percentage of divorce than first marriages do. Mm -hmm. Because this is the type of shit that doesn't get talked about. Mm -hmm. Because this is the type of stuff that we deal with that nobody understands unless you go through it. And this is why we're here. So back to the original question. <laughs> I don't even know what it was anymore. Keep your boundaries, <laughs> follow the court order. And also it depends on your relationship with the other. It does. Bio mom, bio dad, whoever you are that you're dealing with the opposite. It depends on your relationship. Obviously, if you have a good relationship, okay, maybe you guys are switching time and, and you know, switching weekends or having each other, having the kid go to another birthday party on the opposite weekend or anything like that. But I feel like eventually that can come to an end. And like, what happens if it comes to an end? Why do you feel like that could come to an end? Because eventually someone's going to want to stop. Like something is going to Something's change. Going to, yeah, something is going to change. That's going to be like, okay, so now it's like, okay, say something happens and then bio mom, I'm just throwing it out there. It could be bonus mom, whatever. Bio mom says, no, you can't have them on this weekend. And then you're like, okay, well, I just gave you the last two weekends. And now all of a sudden you're saying, no, I can't. So then it's like, well, when does that stop? You know, it's like you're going to get yourself into a nasty battle. So it's just best just to stick with the court order. What's what's written out. And if it doesn't work out, maybe rescheduling family parties, family get togethers. Or this is the, I mean, unfortunate natural consequences, consequences of a blended family. Yep. And that is what a court order is for in the first place. Mm-hmm. We love that. We do. All right. So in true Q&A fashion, we have one question left. We do. All right, Jamie, what you got? What's our third question? Okay. So the third question is, do you do like a drum roll? No, I'm kidding. It's, um, not, it's not that crazy. I don't know if... <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It's one I, of those buttons, but we're I, not gonna I looked it. at the buttons. I'm not sure which button it is. So drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking like, let's, why don't we just kind of leave on a positive note? Oh, I love that tonight. Um, and obviously Ellie has quite a few step girls, Several, several. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a few. (laughs) So I'm just curious, like, what is your most like special or most favorite memory with any of those girls or all of the girls or just one? Which one? Like, what would your memory be? Oh, I love this question. 
Um, okay. So this is super easy for me to answer. So my youngest stepdaughter, I met her when she was four and she did not have the best like bedtime habits. And as a twin mom, right? Like I have twins, bio twins. Um, and when my twins were born, I also had a two-year-old. So like, yes, y'all, I had a two-year-old and then <laughs> well, let me repeat that. <laughs> like, I had a two-year-old and then two baby infants. So like I was very on top of everybody's sleep, napping, bedtime, everything. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, schedules yeah. were yeah, you need it. <laughs> you had to be, or you would have no sleep whatsoever. So, and don't get me wrong. I didn't have a lot of sleep in general, <laughs> even with them all on the same schedule. But, um, yeah. So, you know, when I encountered my four-year-old stepdaughter, um, who did not have very healthy sleep habits at that point in life, I'm like, huh, okay. Like I, identified quite a few areas of improvement, right? And so I could only do what I could do when she was with me and Biodad. And one of those ways was singing her bedtime songs. Cuz that's mm. what I always did with my own bio kids. Oh, that's sweet. I I will sing anybody's kids. Oh, bedtime songs. That's cute. I, I didn't know. even know you liked to sing. I mean, I suck at it, but like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess because you do it doesn't mean you're good at it. <laughs> I mean, I'll sing your kids bedtime songs Aww. if I need to, if you're not home, you know, I but like, but in just like in general, like every child deserves to feel comforted mm -hmm. when they're trying to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you belong to biologically. I will help you feel comforted from a singing standpoint, even though it's like really not that good. <laughs> um, but now look, it's like one of your favorite memories. It I'm is. sure it's going to be one of hers. It really, really, really is. And I do truly believe that it is one of her favorite memories too, because um, there came a point in time where her two older sisters actually ended up telling bio mom that I was singing her bedtime songs and bio mom confronted the youngest one about it. And again, this is not firsthand information. I was not there. I just want to point that out. This is what I was told, um, by the older bio daughters, um, or my bonus daughters. And apparently when they provided this information to bio mom, she was not happy. And in fact, their exact words was, she was very upset. Poor bio. I'm like, what, you were upset that I was comforting your child at bedtime? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> um, so after that, the bonus daughter had a chat with me and bio dad. And she essentially said, I don't want to make my mom mad. And like that just fucking crushed me. Mm -hmm. You should not be afraid of making your mom mad. 
because your mom should be happy for you mm-hmm. that you have a woman at your bio dad's house who is loving on you and like singing you bedtime songs. I mean, what do you say? Jelly bean. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a jelly bean. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's all, all honestly, that's all it comes off as it is Her jealousy. Cause why else would you be upset about that? Because th- her relationship is clearly not as good mm-hmm. as it is with me. Mm-hmm. And like, sure. You can, you can call me a narcissist. You can tell me I have an ego, whatever, but like, okay, that's fine. But like, that's just you projecting your own insecurities onto the situation mm-hmm. simply because I identified some needs in your child and I acted on them and she loves it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to the story. Um, she came back from that interaction with her older sisters and bio mom where they basically were like, well, why don't you want mommy to sing you these songs and whatever? So, um, bio dad and the bonus daughter and I decided that there would be a code word for the evenings in which she wanted me to sing her these bedtime songs. I don't know. I feel like that's so sad. It really is. I have to have a code word. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to identify what that code word is. I'm not going <laughs> to no, call it don't, out. Don't say it. No, I never will. I never, ever will. That's between me and her. Mm-hmm. And so... She and I decided we, you know, like, yeah, we've got a code word now for like the evening in which you want me to sing you some songs. And she would just like, you know, like I'd be like in the kitchen making dinner. She'd tap me on the shoulder. You know, I'd look at her and she'd like give me a little finger, like come down, come here type of thing, you know. And I'd lean down and she would whisper in my ear and she would whisper the code word. And I would just look at her and I'd like give her a thumbs up or I'd give her a little wink or something. Like tonight. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> yeah. Like I got yeah. you. Like I see yeah. you girlfriend yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would, I would go and stand next to her bed and um, I would ask her, I would say, do you want me to sing to you or do you want me to whisper sing? Again, that's so sad. Yeah. Because what do you think whisper sing is, Jamie, as an adult? What is a whisper sing? Like whispering, <laughs> like literally whispering. Yeah. And singing because so other people can't hear. Correct. Yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah. So she knew that her sisters were in the house that bio dad and I shared and she didn't want them to hear. So she'd be like, yeah, whisper sing. I'm like, all right, I got you. And I would, and I'd hold her hand and, um, I would get done with a song. We, we had three that we would sing to each other, or excuse me, that I would sing to her. Um, sometimes she would sing with me, but um, yeah, I'd get done and I would ask her, I'm like, should I sing them again? Do you want me to sing any more? Sometimes she would say yes if her eyes were still open or if she was like super sleepy, she'd just, you know, lay there and nod her head and I'm like, all right, you know, love you, good night kind of oh thing. Oh my gosh, that's... It makes me want to cry for you. Oh my like gosh. it's, it's a great story, but mm-hmm. it's a sucky story at the yeah. same time. Well, because it's, it's clearly obvious she was missing something. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I cherish 
those times with her so much. Mm-hmm. And she's nine today. And she will still ask me about those songs. Yeah, that's something she's going to remember forever. Yeah. And created by her bonus mom. Right. Like she doesn't need those songs today to fall asleep. Yeah. But she certainly remembers them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that you created for her that she's going to remember forever. Yeah, she will. How sweet is that? And every single bonus mom who is listening, even if you're a bonus dad, a bio dad, a bio mom, I don't care who you are, you still have an opportunity today to create these type of memories with your child. However this child is related to you, it doesn't matter. You still have an opportunity. You can still step up and be a bigger person. Like, fuck your boundaries. Fuck the other co-parent for now. Like In this situation. Yes. <laughs> you still have an opportunity to show up for a child in a really healthy and loving way. Mm-hmm. And we will support that. Oh, absolutely. All the time. Yep. And if you want to put your boundary down for that, we will give you that. Mm-hmm. And I else. did. I did put my boundary down for that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what bio mom's opinion is of me singing my youngest stepdaughter bedtime songs mm-hmm. at my house. And you shouldn't care. No. Are you kidding me? Not at all. <laughs> You're not doing anything wrong. No. I mean, like, in her eyes. Like literally I'm comforting your child mm-hmm. at bedtime. Mm-hmm. If anything, where's like a thank you? <laughs> or like, I'm, I'm happy my daughter feels safe and and safe and happy at your house when she's going to bed i've wondered that many 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 times mm-hmm. yeah i really have and that's another thing you have to accept is you will never get that nope that answer you will never get the thank you or the closure that you deserve and part of being a bonus mom is accepting what you will never receive from the other person and rising above it. And that is why we love each and every one of you because you are so much stronger than you think. Mm -hmm. And our DMs are always open for you guys to vent. Even on your strongest days when you don't feel strong, we still see you and we still know that you have it in you. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. We are always here for you. Always. Always. No, but really. No, but really. We always are. are. And yeah, and we love you guys. And we couldn't do this without you. So keep your boundaries strong. Stick to your parenting plans and try to see or remember or whatever your favorite stories with your bonus kids. And as always, give us a follow on your streaming platform. Five stars preferred, but if it's less than five, just go ahead and mind your own business and, um, you know, just send us your hatreds in some other form. Um, But otherwise, follow us on Instagram at bonus underscore moms, where we are, what, Jamie? All better together. Yes, we are. (laughs)